0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And we welcome anyone who cares to listen today. You can reach us at ehud at itsareligion.org. That's ehud at religion.org. Love to hear from folks. And... Uh, we love to encourage, we love to edify, we love to build up and uh, in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, what the Bible teaches about life and how we got here, why we're here, uh, what the purpose of all this is, which is to love God and enjoy Him forever. And at the end of the day, um, to discuss the tenets of other false religions like evolution, and uh mohammedism and joseph smithism and jehovah's witnessism and other things like that um, that are false teachings that are uh, not true jesus said i am the way the truth and the life none come to, to the father but through me and that is the only way to eternal life is to trust in the lord jesus christ and so we want to encourage you to do that today if you haven't already. If you have, we want to encourage you in that choice, in the choice that you've made and where you have put your faith because it's the right place to be. There is nothing else, folks. There's nothing else that, uh, to be quite honest, makes sense. There's nothing else that uh, can give you eternal life. There's nothing else that can give you true life. Uh and to save you from your own sinful ways, because we are all sinners. There's no doubt about that. We all have sinful thoughts, sinful desires. That's our flesh. That's what Adam, the history of Adam, and that's what Adam gave to us. And I think part of life is just a struggle against that uh, thing. You know, trying to walk in faith. I was reading this morning in First Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Paul says to Timothy, um, "It's a daily exercise, one that we all have to, we all, we all have to try, and put the effort towards." Now, again, we're not going to be saved by that effort. We're not going to be saved by the things that we do. We're saved simply by what Christ already did. That that He gave us the perfect sacrifice. He did what was necessary to pay for our sin, everyone that's ever lived and ever will live. So. It's because of what He did and out of love for Him in what He did that we want to follow in His commands, follow in what He taught us, following what He told us we should do to uh, live in this life. And um, we want to honor that commitment. And here, it's a religion especially, but anyone, anyone that ever listened to this program, we will be encouraging you to do so. So with that, uh, we, like I have said multiple times in this show, start with faith. We start with the idea that God did create everything. We start with the Bible, the Word of God, which in the beginning it says God created the heavens and the earth, Genesis one one. And it's not rocket science. It's a eyewitness account of things that happened many years ago. Uh, some five six thousand years ago which when you look at the population of this planet uh, it was funny I was watching a little clip from something uh, the other night I can't remember where I saw it but um, oh uh, there's a clip by a Fox News guy he was playing a clip from C or 60 minutes and they were talking about how we're headed for a mass extinction event I think trying to preface this whole thing of, of all these people that are going to die from that shot that they took um, that experimental shot that was supposed to save everybody from COVID and um, was very evil, really. And I just marvel at the whole thing. But anyway, um, there was a book written called The Genesis Flood, The Biblical Record and Its Scientific Implications. And, you know, science so-called today puts its faith in evolution and this idea that we came about by nothing becoming something without any design, without any purpose, without any, uh, anything at all, just random acts of, uh, you know, molecules doing different things. And I remember my son making a comment once that it's kind of like a pothole gets filled in with stuff. And I'm thinking he hasn't been around the Midwest very much because most potholes don't ever get filled in with anything, but You know, a hole will get filled in with stuff if there's stuff there to fill it. Well, okay, I'll give you that. But what does that have to do with making something that is intelligent, making something that has purpose, making something that's that's obviously designed that can't be less than what it is? You know, you look at, at the human body and what can you do without? And the process of evolution and people evolving... Even a lower form of a human, let's say, did he not need eyes, ears, nose, lungs, heart, brain? How do those things develop over millions of years? I mean, oh, well, we don't know. We just know that they did. Now, what type of faith is that? That's the same faith they give a hard time to Christians who actually have an eyewitness account of what happened. Somebody was there and wrote it down and said, hey, I'm going to pass this down so that we don't lose it. And they just go, oh, it was years years ago. We know it. We know that's true. And we're supposed to trust them because they know. I still remember a conversation I had with a dean of natural science at a Christian university um, who basically said, oh, we know better than Moses did. I mean, who was Moses? Yeah, he only talked to God um, personally, which I've never done. So anyway... Um, But God speaks to me through his word every day. And we are in chapter 14 of Exodus. We're learning about the Exodus of Israel from Egypt and uh, moving on into the promised land that God had promised Abraham. And I'm just going to read it. So Exodus chapter 14, Then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses, Order the Israelites to turn back and camp. Let's see. Speak to the children of Israel, that they turn from encamping before ha Haheroth uh, between Migdal and the sea over against Baal Zephon. Before it shall ye encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel that they are entangled in the land, and the wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt (sighs) that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from among us. And they made ready to, his chariot, and took his people with him. And he took six hundred chosen chariots, and all the chariots of Egypt, and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them, encamping by the sea, besides pi Hiheroth before Baal-Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore, have thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it has been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which we will show to you this day. Ah, ma'am. For the Egyptians whom you have seen this today, you shall see them again no more, forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. I just think that's funny. So just be quiet and watch. Watch what the Lord does. I mean, you know, you saw the miracles that got us out here in the first place. What are you doing? It's amazing how quickly we forget what the Lord's done for us. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore, why do you cry to me? Speak to the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift up the rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will have honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten favor upon pharaoh upon his chariots and upon his horsemen i have gotten honor upon pharaoh and the angel of god which went before the camp of israel removed and went behind them and the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and, and stood behind them and it came between the camp of the egyptians and the camp of israel and it was a cloud and darkness to them. But it gave light by light to to these, so that the one came not near the other all all the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them, to the right hand and to the left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them in the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and his horsemen. It came to pass that in the morning, watch, the Lord looked upon the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. He took and took off their chariot wheels that they Drave them heavily so that the Egyptians said let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians and the Lord said unto Moses stretch your hand over the sea and the Waters may come again upon the Egyptians upon the chariots and upon their horsemen And the Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea and the sea returned to its strength and When the morning appeared the Egyptians fled against it and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea and the waters returned and covered the chariots, and the horsemen, and all the host of Pharaoh that came to the sea after them, and remained not so much as one of them. But the children of Israel walked on dry, gro- dry ground in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them, in their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and the Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore and Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses and so you know you had you're always going to have doubters and there was a group that wanted to go back to Egypt because they were like oh they're going to come kill us you know I mean you can just kind of see it happen in real time And uh, but it didn't you know God saves them through the waters and Again, you've got a god who can build a wall with water. Who else could do that? Mind you. Anybody want to take that one up? Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, just like Jesus could heal instantly. He did not need millions of years to do anything. So, you who teach theistic evolution, shame on you. Don't tell me that the earth is billions of years old. You know, I don't care how smart what's I can't remember the guy's name. You know, there's one guy that runs around talking about how God created, but it it took millions of years and this whole idea of a gap theory and all this other stuff. It's not needed. There's plenty of evidence that the earth is young. It's not that old. Um, It doesn't need to be. You know, God can do anything instantly. He is God. So take that to the bank. Well... Lord God Almighty, thank you for another day. I pray that you help us all to walk in faith today, truth, and with love and humility. And uh, praying for those that are without and within your kingdom. So thank you, Lord, that we have any purpose to this life at all by your hand. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lord, for the small things, like me and her on a porch swing, for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six-string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings, if I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for me.